Welcome to the Grazing Podcast for Robertson Sheetham Farmers Co-op. My name is Clint, and I will be your host as we record live from our beautiful Springfield, Tennessee location inside our podcast studio. Robertson Cheatham is a member-owned farm supply cooperative. You can learn more about us on our website, yourfarmerscoop.com, in addition to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Welcome back to another grazing episode of the podcast we do here at the co-op in Springfield. This may be, as far as um, people involved in a podcast, this may be our most populated episode we've done because we've got a whole slew of people in the room to participate this time. Uh, We are very fortunate and honored to have... Mrs. Caitlin Medley and Travis Hinton, who are the ag teachers and FFA advisors at East Robertson High School in Cross Plains, Tennessee, and they brought their cooperative development challenge team in their FFA program up here uh, to do a practice run on us before their competition in Gatlinburg in March, and uh, we're going to have them on the podcast today to learn a little bit more about them. Hello, Katie and Travis. How are you? Great. I, I appreciate y'all taking the time to come up here and uh, and and do this. So um, so we've got the two teachers here, but let's let's introduce the the team y'all have with us. So young ladies, whenever whoever wants to start first, if you would just tell us your your name, um, you know if you're an officer or not, and what what year you are in school. Doris, I'm a junior, and I'm the chapter reporter. I'm Libby Keith, and I'm a junior. I'm Emma Joyce, I'm a junior, and I'm the chapter secretary. Excellent. (laughs) Excellent. All right. So we got four of them in here, and, um, you know, it's it's fun for me, Caitlin, because I have a a very smidge of experience in this in my very three-quarters of a year teaching whenever, you know, the coronavirus happened, so it got, got cut short. But uh, this is fun to kind of be back in it and, and see it again. So, yes. so let's start with y'all. I'm I'm just curious. What is your history or adventure with with FFA? Were y'all whenever you were in school? Did y'all participate? Say like in 4-H, which led to FFA. Or what I'm saying is, how did you get to this point in your lives? Well, I actually grew up on a small farm in West Tennessee, so I'm a transplant to Robertson County. And where I went to high school at, FFA was the thing to be in. And so I joined the ag class, and I fell in love immediately. And I did almost every single contest available, from parliamentary procedure to livestock judging. And my ag teacher literally changed my life. I would not, I went to college without her. So seeing how she impacted my life, I knew that I wanted to follow suit and I went to Tennessee Tech University and majored in agriculture education. And since I graduated, I've been at East Robertson ever since. So I just loved the blue jacket and glad I could still support it. <laughs> well, that's excellent. That's excellent. Travis, what about you? Well, for me, growing up in a farming family on my mom and my dad's side um, around Robertson Sumner area, uh, and seeing their blue jackets, I always knew that FFA was going to be the thing for me. Um, Getting to high school, uh, jumped right into it, uh, became an officer, did every contest I could do. Um, and then after high school, doing a little bit of collegiate FFA. Um, and then after I got out of high school, I had the opportunity to come back 
and uh, knowing the things it did for me, I uh, was quick to jump on that and glad I did it. So FFA, that stands for Future Farmers of America, obviously. But um, in, in my experience with it, it's much, much, much more than just farming and agriculture related. Obviously, yes, it is it, farming and ag related, but um, it is a organization that has kind of what you y'all just said. It can change your life, especially with the teacher or advisor that you that you've had. Um, that's kind of always the the theme that I got. People, you know, who are uh, big proponents of FFA, their their FFA advisor was so influential in their life um so it's it, y'all have a big responsibility to to say the least you know what i mean right and it is about a whole lot more than just agriculture it's mm-hmm. not it while everything may be somewhat agriculture based it's also a lot of leadership and right. we're not and we're not only just making future farmers we're building future leaders right and that's and that's ultimately what the goal is yes Yes, and I, you know, I didn't realize I was fortunate enough where um, I, I got to go to the not the state convention, but the national convention up there in Indianapolis, and I, I was I was not in um, FFA in high school, but being an advisor for a year, my my mind was blown mm-hmm. when we went up there for the first mm-hmm. time because I had never seen anything like it um, as far as. In other states, especially, I mean, you see with the jackets, it was interesting. You know, it's got the state and the school on the back. So you were seeing, I know I saw some kids with jackets from Alaska. I don't know if I saw Hawaii. But ever the lower 49 states, or 48 states, I'm sorry. See, I, I wasn't great at geography, <laughs> man. Um, they were all there and participating. And, um, you know, the, the national officers um, what those kids were, were able to do as far as getting up in a stadium full of – a literal NFL stadium full of people mm-hmm. and talk, it, it blew my mind, um, especially at 17, 18 years old. It's, it's an incredible thing. And the leadership skills, Travis, of what you talked about, we, we need that more than ever mm-hmm. in all, all walks of life, mm-hmm. where no matter whether you're a 70-year-old or a 30-year-old or a 15-year-old. And – the sooner you know we can get young folks involved in that, and it seems like what I've noticed about the the, the young people involved in FFA, they had a confidence about them that compared to kids not involved in it, it just they had a con because it's what they just did. Obviously, before we started this, um, they gave us their their presentation for the the, the cooperative uh, development challenge that they're going to do in Gatlinburg. And um, to get up and talk in front of people you don't know, it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's, it's not a pleasant thing mm-hmm. most of the times. But y'all, obviously, y'all have coached them in how to do it and, uh, you know, giving them tips. And they, they did an incredible job. And, you know, a couple months from – is that what, what – March 19th? March 19th. They'll be going it and, and, and doing it for real. Mm-hmm. And um, – you know they've they've done a great job. I think they might get number one. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> but I may be a little biased too. Um, but it's you know it's it's such a wonderful organization. But why why should young people or maybe even even their parents why should they consider getting their kids involved? I guess probably 4-H is the the building block before FFA. Um, 
what are the benefits to getting your kids involved in something like this? Well, like Travis said, it is about the leadership skills and the speaking skills. I mean, Aubrey here, she wants to be a cosmetologist in the future. And that's not an agriculture-related field, but the skills, well, at least I believe, the skills that she's learned in our classroom and while wearing that blue jacket is going to make her an even better cosmetologist. Mm. Not in the sense of, you know, doing the hair, but being able to have that one-on-one you know, being able to communicate with her clients, the business skills of running her operation, and even outside of her future career, being a good community person. I mean, in FFA, it's not just speaking. It's not just ag. We try to get back to our community. We volunteer. And just getting them to be more stewards of helping others. Mm. Stewards, that's an excellent word to use. Um, when I think of steward, I think of farmers, essentially, you know, you, cause you, you're, you're caring for something other than yourself. And, and FFA, it just seems like a very unselfish type of organization. You know, it's focused on, on others, essentially. And no offense to y'all, because we're guilty of it, too. These things right here, these telephones, it has made, it, it's made communication more difficult for all of us because we're so used to texting more than anything it's it's just a simple convenient thing to do but we've kind of lost the art how to talk to each other so Aubrey you're going to be a hopefully you're going to be a cosmetologist that's that's your hope but um, like Miss Medley just said you know even though cosmetology isn't necessarily focused on farming or ag it's going to pay dividends for you um, to to be involved in this organization and, and the skills you're going to learn to be able to carry over into that. So, so you're a junior. Let me focus on you for a second. You're, you're a junior. Did you start out in 4-H before you got to high school in FFA? Yes, I did. Okay. And your dad, he's actually one of our customers, Brent Darcy. Okay. So you, you grew up in a kind of a farm setting, essentially, which, which primed you for this. Um, and is she, are you the secretary or president reporter. reporter reporter okay so what what is the reporter's role in FFA yeah the reporter's role in FFA I usually we have like a board outside of our FFA room I usually change that and I just keep everybody up to date and I take care of our social medias I mm. post about everything upcoming I pretty much just let everybody know what's happening okay you're getting the word out yes. about what's going on and Social media, when we, if you don't mind me asking, teachers, how old are y'all? I'm 29. 29. I'm also 29. 29. <laughs> okay, so we're right around the same age. When we were in school, maybe on the tail end of it, y'all got inoculated with it, was the social media. Mm-hmm. But probably for the most part, where y'all in school, that wasn't necessarily a, a thing, right? No, it was a... It was an up and coming thing, but to what it is now, as far as what what it's what it's meant for marketing and getting the word out, like Aubrey said, it's really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, then it was more just a, it was a personal thing, but now as more businesses and um, organizations like the FFA use it, it's become more of an asset. And it can also go the other way, but in our eyes, we try to use it as an asset right. as we can. Yeah, and oh, it, it's absolutely an asset. Um, but trying to navigate that nowadays, you know, with, right. with young folks, I'm sure that's that's been a challenge, but it's also been great sure. at the same time. And I'm sure Aubrey's great at it. Excellent. I'm sure she does an excellent job. <laughs> so, okay, and remind me, y'all, because my, my memory, like I said earlier, it's it's slipping on me. So 
Aubrey is our, our reporter. I know there's another officer in here, which, oh, there she is, <laughs> secretary. Uh, and young lady, remind me one more time. You, what, what, what's, what is your name? Emma. Emma. Emma is secretary. So Emma is secretary. What, what are some of the responsibilities that, that you have to do as secretary? Um, I keep the role for the meetings and also make the PowerPoint for the meetings and just kind of keep up with all that. Getting everything prepared, essentially. Yes, sir. Yeah, coming up with the PowerPoints, taking role, take, that's vital information. And, uh, I mean, I, I think about that as, as far as having responsibility in, in a group setting like this where other people are dependent on you. You know, you, they, you're accountable mm -hmm. for the functionality of, of the, the group and the club and the meeting. And, um, I mean, it, no matter where you turn, it's just it's, it's doing wonderful things um, for the kids that are involved in it. Is it fun for y'all as teachers, you know, when you have, a say, a freshman come in and they can join when they're freshmen, can't they? Yes. They just have to be enrolled in an ag class. Okay. Did all y'all join FFA as, as freshmen? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Okay. So watching them grow, I mean, it's been two years since they came in. Is that is that a lot of fun to, to watch them as they come through? It is so much fun and so emotional when they leave because they really do become part of a family. I mean, I know, like, I have a little six-year-old, and she becomes so attached to these kids and they're seniors, and then they graduate. We look at old pictures of them when they were freshmen competing in the first contest for freshmen's opening and closing ceremonies, and just seeing how much they've changed and grown and develop into speakers and leaders. It really is just emotional because you do get close. Because unlike a lot of teachers, you might have an English teacher for one semester, but these kids will have for four years every single year. So. It is exciting to watch them develop and, you know, we get close with them. What's wild to think about is, honestly, this may, mathematically, I don't know if this, if this would be right. I'm going to claim it's right. Y'all arguably are, are spending more time with them than their own biological families at home because they're in school, what, six hours a day, roughly? I mean, you're spending a ton of time with them over the course of four years. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, I, I did it for three quarters of a year, and I, I miss the kids so much that I had already. But, you know, y'all been doing this a long time, and um, to see them grow up and mature and come through the program, it, I'm sure it's very special to, to see and it be really a part is. of, you know. For sure. So, okay, the, the state convention coming up, we've got our cooperative team here. What other teams are y'all going to have participating? state convention uh hopefully i don't forget anything but we have a meat judging team which basically they uh, identify different cuts of meat they do uh, yield grading um and uh, they'll take a test as well mostly involves some sort of test mm -hmm. uh, they have a quiz bowl team um which is basically just information about ffa is uh, agriculture um what else? What am I forgetting? We'll have seven students get their state degrees. Yes. So that's exciting. We wait until they're seniors to get their state degrees because it's kind of like they're graduating from FFA, like they will be in the next month graduating from high school. We'll get the plow award and a secure chapter award. So. They get to walk up in front of the whole assembly and accept these awards, right? Like mm. the, the, um, the state award. Is that, is that the, the big 
the big award for them to get, like the the black belt of awards? As far as the state of Tennessee goes, that, that's the that's the top. Um, after that, you can get your American degree, which is the national award. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as state goes, that's the that's the top. Okay. Now, East Robertson had a young lady. Now, this was when I was there, I think. Um, I want to say maybe she was y'all's president at the time. She did a speaking – I had to go to Dixon High School. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? She won the contest. And, I mean, she was just – I was blown away. Because this – Randy, I don't know if you ever recall it. Um, what was that contest? It was it – Prepared was, public speaking. And it, it went on for – I don't have any minutes uh, up there talking with no script. And I'm thinking, that's not something you do in a week's time or even a month. That is a long time of preparation. Yes, we had a girl that competed at this year, and she started working on her speech in October, and it has to be six to eight minutes long. Mm-hmm. And it has to be an APA formatting, which in high school you learn a lot of MLA formatting. So she had to learn that, and then it's five minutes of questioning, so she, it's called prepared, but she really did have to be prepared for that contest. Oh my goodness! It, well, it just teaches you how to be resilient. It, it you know, if you're not going to be, some of y'all probably play sports, I'm sure, but, um, and that's a great, great thing to teach resiliency. But preparing for something like that months in advance, oh my goodness, I get, I get anxiety thinking about <laughs> it. You know, I just, I couldn't imagine something. But I was so impressed with her, and she won that contest, I believe. I think um, so. at, at Dixon County, but was she a? She wasn't a state officer, was she? No, she was the regional president her That's, senior okay. year. Okay, That's what it was. Um, well, it, it made such a big uh, impression on me because, like I said, and I'm, I'm sure y'all y'all aren't this way. Y'all do a, a wonderful job at speaking, obviously, but um, kind of what I've known my my very short tenure in school, <laughs> it was evident that a lot of young folks. Um, the, the skill of being able to, to talk to another human and have dialogue back and forth. Um, there was, and I, I'm probably repeating myself, but it was like night and day between the FFA kids and the kids who weren't involved in FFA. And like I said, that's such an important skill now more than ever. Because whenever, like Aubrey, I, I go back to you. So when you get out of school and, um, you know, Lord willing, get your cosmetology degree, I've had my hair cut before. <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when you're sitting there, it's in the chair, it's kind of awkward if you don't have conversation with the whoever's cutting your hair. Um, so that's kind of that's part of the job where, you, you know, you're expected to, to carry on dialogue with the other, you know, whoever your client is and asking them about their their lives and who they are and hopefully they'll give you a big tip you know if you're if you know they they had a good experience that kind of thing but what you're doing i i can tell you're going to do an excellent job at it you know when whenever the time comes and uh the skills y'all are learning now it's it's going to trip to whatever you're doing it doesn't matter if you're if you're cutting hair if you're want to be a veterinarian it it doesn't matter you're this is going to pay dividends for y'all it really is, and uh, it seems like East Robertson just always has a great participation in it from, from y'all students. We are very lucky, and we have a really supportive administrators and even the other teachers at our school that really allow these kids to be able to go with us all the places and to take time to practice. 
mean, we've always had really good kids mm-hmm. who want to be active in everything. Right, and it and it is a great great asset, great thing to have administrators like we do that allow us to go and do mm-hmm. stuff like this and support us like they do. Um, any everything that we do, our administrators are right behind us and uh, are right right there to help us any way they can. Oh, they can make you or break you as far as your For program. Sure. Um, yeah, I hear horror stories from other schools. It's like, we're just so blessed, so fortunate to be where we are and to have our school support and our community support. I mean, that really does make a difference. Well, and, and you know, Robertson County being an ag community, you know, I think about East Robertson, Cross Plains, that's the big farming community. And, you know, when I was at Greenbrier, Dr. Osborne, her dad is a longtime farmer here. So if they can have that, uh, that tangible experience, um, it helps them to be able to support y'all right. what y'all are doing. And, and that's the thing with Cross Plains and Orlando being such a farming community. It's like me growing up. You know, these kids are seeing, are getting going to the closet and seeing their parents' old blue jackets, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when they get to high school, they're thinking in their head, you know, I want to join the FFA. So they a lot, a lot of them come in ready to go. Um, a lot of times it's a, the hardest thing is kind of, you know, holding them back so they don't burn themselves out. Mm. Um, but um, that's interesting. Yeah. But uh, being in that community, um, having a lot of farm kids, agriculture kids, um, it's a it's a great thing. Yes, yes, it is absolutely. Have we done the uh, the competition with other county schools like up at, at at Joe Burns? Has that happened yet? Are we still doing that? The ag mechanics contest. Yeah, that's it. That's Friday. Friday. It's uh, at Montgomery Central. Okay. Um, looking forward to it. How? So. What? So you? I remember there was obviously uh, welding, oxycetylene cutting. Right. What? What else, Travis? Uh, there's rafter cutting. Um, there is land measuring, which you're basically just taking a piece of piece of land that's over a half an acre and measuring it okay. um, without a GPS or anything like that. Um, surveying where you're basically just figuring out the elevation difference between point A and point B. Um, two freshman contests or tool ID where they have to identify different sets of tools um, by their proper name, not just the name their granddad tells them. <laughs> and uh, board fitting where they'll give them a, uh, a length and they'll measure it off and then have to cut it with a handsaw. Uh, t- plumbing, which mm. is a big one, and uh, block laying. Well, we, we've talked about what FFA, you know, it, 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 the, the skill set that it develops as far as confidence and talking to other people, but that's something we hadn't talked about, these trades that are so important now more than right. ever because plumbing, welding, uh, three-way switch, is that one? Three-way switch and small engines. I forgot those two. I mean, these these are trades that we need more young people getting into um, right. more so now than ever because you know there's a lack of them sure. and there's going to continue to be a lack of mm-hmm. them and you know some of the I, I was always amazed um uh, my experience doing it we had some kids that they were just naturals at some of this stuff i mean it just came to them like that it's like the three-way switch kids had never been around it and i couldn't even teach it i had to bring right uh chance in to teach it for me i didn't know how to do it and the kids just picked up on it like it was nothing and it was incredible to watch really and a lot of that is maybe especially like with like three-way switch or welding their dads are electricians mm-hmm. or their dad works in a machine shop so they've been around this stuff their whole life so a lot of times when it comes like this contest you can usually find a kid for just about every contest mm-hmm. who's 
in the family, yep. you know, who has done that before where maybe you just have to do a small critique or maybe not critique them at all. Yep. And you just throw them into it and they're ready to go. Is, uh, is East Robertson going to win this one? We're hoping so. Uh, we lost a few last year, but we feel pretty good about it. Okay. I think the year I was there, I want to say y'all won. Y'all had a kid that he – uh, the thing with the motor, the small motor, you got you got to go in there and tinker with it to make it not run. Uh, that that young man, golly, he figured it out just very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, he was one of those naturals. What I was talking right. about. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember that. That's that's a lot. That contest is is a lot of fun. Um, so for you, young ladies, I'm curious because we I want to bring y'all into it a little bit more, and I, I want all y'all to talk. Okay. Let's let's go around. Um, if you would introduce your, yourself again, because obviously this isn't. There's no video to this. It's all audio. Um, how has FFA been impactful to you, or what what has it done for you that compared to not being in FFA? What skill set have you attained from that? You think? Um, being in FFA for me. Aubrey Doris, junior <laughs> reporter. <laughs> it has helped me a lot with like my, not only like my public speaking, but just like being around people and just talking to them. I can hold a conversation a lot longer than I could when I was a freshman when I came into high school. So just speaking to people and just being nicer and like not being rude and just ignoring people when they talk <laughs> because I just thought it was awkward. Now I'm not as awkward, and I can talk to people. So just being in FFA has helped me a lot with that aspect of my life. Kindness, essentially. It's yes. taught you how to be a little bit more kinder, yes. and that is a skill set that we are short on nowadays drastically, so that, that, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. What about the young lady sitting next to you? My name is Carly Thompson, and FFA has really helped me with my confidence because with all the competitions we have, there's really a place for just about everyone. And like, I want to be a lawyer when I grow up. So like, Parley really teaches you how to run a business room and like talk to people and address people correctly. Mm. And so everybody really has their own place. And so no one's really left out. Excellent. She made eye contact the whole time she was explaining that, y'all, and that that impresses me so much because that's something else that people, you know, it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to stare at somebody long when when you're staring at them. But uh, that's a skill set you were very good at, Carly. That's excellent. All right, moving across the table. Um, I'm Libby Keith. Like Miss Medley was saying, it helps leadership a lot, and I think that's helped me a lot as well as the speaking because sometimes. I'm shy, so I think it's helped me a lot, and it's brought me out of my shell. Wonderful, wonderful. And, and, and being shy, there's nothing wrong with that. There's a time and place for shyness, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to be just loud and <laughs> in somebody's face all the time like, like I'm being right now. Um, that's, that's excellent, though. All right, young lady, what about you? I'm Emma Joyce, and it's helped me a lot with my confidence and speaking. Like Carly said, and um, there's really just a place for anybody, mm-hmm. and a lot of the competitions involve speaking and speaking to the judges and your fellow teammates. Right. So right. it's just helped me a lot with that. And like you just said, Emma, you know, you don't have not everybody's going to be good at, at public speaking. Just people are more um, shy than others, and there's there's nothing wrong with that at all. But they may be more skilled in another area. You know, we all have. Um, different gifts and I'm sure all four of y'all have very different gifts um 
from each other. So, like you just said, there, I'm sure there's a place for for everybody. Maybe you're great at rebuilding a motor mm-hmm. and not and not having to talk to people. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. So, again, something for everybody. It sounds like. Have they found a way to make the uniforms? Y'all look sharp. <laughs> y'all look fantastic. Are they uncomfortable? Like the corduroy jackets and stuff? Are you able to move? Randy, in in your day, were they very comfortable? No. Not not much. (laughs) Were they comfortable for y'all? Absolutely not. How can we, how can we, who do we need to lobby to 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 make these uniforms a little bit more comfortable? Is there anybody available like that, or is that just the way it is? Well, unfortunately, uh, the blue corduroy Blue corduroy jacket's been around for a long time, mm-hmm. so I don't think we're going to see any changes. It's a <laughs> it's kind of like a badge of honor, you know. And y'all do y'all look very professional, very sharp. It looks it looks great. Um, so y'all, we've been going for dead gum about twenty eight minutes. Does it seem like it? No. It, it time flies when you're having to answer questions and pay attention <laughs> and stuff, you know. Um, so th- this has been great. Um, Again, FFA, I, I can't brag about it enough for what it's doing for our youth and um, how it pays dividends for, for all of society. And what y'all do, like like we said earlier, y'all have a big responsibility in this, and y'all are doing a great job at it. Well, thank you. Yeah. And, and we couldn't appreciate y'all any more than having us on and listen, listening to us talk for a minute. And I know, the, I know the young ladies really appreciate it as well. Well – now you can go home and tell your parents tonight at the supper table, I got to be on a podcast today. <laughs> and, and if you want to, I'll pull your phones out and even play it. And uh, it's proof to them. But, no, y'all, this this has been great. Is there anything else that anybody wants to add? Or is that going to get us? You know, everybody's shaking their head this way. Okay. Well, listen, y'all did a great job. And uh, best of luck to you at the, the state convention coming up in, in March. I, I know y'all are going to do wonderful. And uh, we appreciate y'all taking the time to come up here today. And um, everybody, hope you enjoy this episode. Be sure to tune in next week for another episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Grazing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and come pay us a visit at Robertson Cheatham Farmers Co-op.